A very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, it's Friday. And <laughs> then we all love Fridays, a wonderful day, because we have the whole weekend ahead of us. Time to rest and relax, to be with our loved ones, to do all the things we couldn't do over the last week. And now we come to the end of the day and we just want to rest, sort of flop down with the Lord at the end of the day and simply say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this week. Thank you for this day. And I want to say thank you to you for joining me at this time to say thank you to the Lord and to praise him, to pray the Psalms, to reflect on the scriptures, and maybe go away with a thought or two to think about. Let's invite the Lord as we pray, O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
I will bless you day after day and tell of your wonderful deeds, O Lord. Psalm 144, Praise of God's Majesty. I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. Age to age shall proclaim your works, shall declare your mighty deeds, shall speak of your splendor and glory, and tell the tale of your wonderful works. They will speak of your terrible deeds, recount your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness, and age to age shall ring out your justice. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God, to make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I will bless you day after day and tell of your wonderful deeds, O Lord. The eyes of all creatures look to you, Lord. You are close to all who call upon you. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The eyes of all creatures look to you and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. The Lord is just in all his ways and loving in all his deeds. He is close to all who call upon him, who call on him from their hearts. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord protects all who love him, but the wicked he will utterly destroy. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless his holy name forever, for ages unending. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The eyes of all creatures look to you, Lord. You are close to all who call upon you. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages. Gospel reading today taken from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 11. After Jesus had been acclaimed by the crowds, Jesus, went, Jesus entered Jerusalem and he went into the temple and he looked all around him. But as it was now late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he felt hungry, and seeing a fig tree in leaf some distance away, he went to see if he could find any fruit in it. But when he came up to it, 
he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season of figs. And then he addressed the fig tree. May no one ever eat fruit from you again, he said. And his disciples heard him say this. And so they reached Jerusalem, and he went into the temple and began driving out those who were selling and buying there. He upset the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those who were selling pigeons. And nor would he allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he taught them and he said, Does not scripture say, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the peoples? But you, you have turned it into a robber's den. Now this came to the ears of the chief priests and the scribes, and they tried to find some way of doing away with Jesus, but they were afraid of him because the people were carried away by his teaching. And when evening came, he went out of the city. Now the next morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered to the roots. And Peter remembered. Look, Rabbi, he said to Jesus, the fig tree you cursed has withered away. Jesus answered, have faith in God. I tell you solemnly, if anyone says to this mountain, get up and throw yourself into the sea with no hesitation in his heart, but believing that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. So I tell you, therefore, everything you ask and pray for, believe that you have it already, and it will be yours. And when you stand in prayer, forgive whatever you have against anybody, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your failings too. But if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive your failings either. couple of things I can share with you about the gospel today, maybe really just two thoughts. Here we have Jesus entered Jerusalem and he goes to the temple and he looked all around him, but it was rather late. And then he goes with his 12, with the 12 to Bethany. And then he felt hungry. So what does he do? He looks for fruit on the fig tree. And he should have known better that uh, at that season, which wasn't the fig season, there would have been no figs on the tree. Anyway, he goes to the fig tree and he just sees it full of leaf, lots of leaves, but no fruit. And so he curses the fig tree, and the next day the fig tree is, is all dried up. Well, why the fig tree? Well, the fig tree is really a symbol of Israel. And scripturally, that's what the fig tree signifies, what it symbolizes. It symbolizes the people of Israel. And Jesus goes to the fig tree and he says, you will no longer produce fruit. Nobody will ever eat fruit from you. In other words, he's now 
he's, he's now saying that up to now, people have eaten fruit from you. Up to now, you have been the, the guardian of your people and so on. From now onward, it's the kingdom of God. It's the new Jerusalem. It's the new fig tree, if we can put it that way. So it's the end of the old era, the beginning of the new. And so Jesus says, nobody will be nourished from you anymore, saying to Israel, because there's this tremendous opposition to Jesus now. He's on his way to Jerusalem. He's going to die. And uh, the people are inspired by Jesus and all the things he says and does and so on. And But the trouble is everything he says and does is attracting lots and lots of people. And the scribes and the Pharisees and the leaders of the people are afraid because they are drawing everybody away from him. So uh, people are now withdrawing themselves from the fig tree, so to speak, withdrawing themselves from the, the, um, uh, the, the, the people of Israel and moving towards the new people of Israel, the new people of God. So it's the end. There's no longer any fruit on the fig tree. The people of Israel will now come to an end. So that's the thought that strikes me about the fig tree, really just that it's symbolic of the people of Israel. It's the end of an age, the beginning of a new one. And, uh, and no longer are we going to eat from the fig tree, we are now going to be eating from Jesus, who is the grapevine. He is the vine, and we must be attached to him. Then Jesus speaks about, um, well, he goes in and he, he clears out the temple and so on. I mean, that's, uh, 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 that's reason for another whole sermon, if I can put it that way. But I just want to mention a quick word about what Jesus says here, having faith. Because uh, Peter says, look, Rabbi, the fig tree that you cursed has withered away. And Jesus says, have faith in God. And then he says, I tell you solemnly, if anyone says to this mountain, get up and throw yourself in the sea, no hesitation in his heart, but believing that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. And then I tell you, therefore, everything you ask for in prayer, believe that you have it already and it will be yours. Well, there we have it. It's really um, a proclamation from Jesus, an encouragement from Jesus that we need to pray persistently and to realize that when we pray, that whatever we pray for, will be done for us. Now, of course, we're not going to pray for ridiculous things. I, mean, I don't want to pray now that I will become a billionaire or anything like that, because I know that's never going to happen. But what Jesus is saying is we need to entrust ourselves to God. And this is something that some people find very difficult. So when we entrust ourselves to God, we can go to the Lord and we can do what the blind man said, Lord, that I may see. We can do what the blind man said, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. It's when we go to the Lord with that simple kind of prayer, with real commitment, with real dedication, with a real conviction and with perseverance, what Jesus is saying, it will be done for you. And so that's the second thought that strikes me tonight about this gospel passage, that when we pray, we must pray with persistence. We must pray with a conviction. Now, I mean, I can, I can certainly say that here at Radio Veritas, <laughs> I've, I have always and every day prayed with persistence. I've tried to. We've gone through ups and downs and so on. But I've always said, Lord, it's not my work, 
but it is your work that we are doing. Bless this project so that we can bring some joy and some hope to people. My goodness, the Lord has never, never let me down and let us down. And so we might have been rock bottom, close to the rocks, and I would keep knocking and say, Lord, please help us at this time. It helped me never to lose faith. Help me never to say, but Lord, are you really listening? The Lord is listening. So be convinced that the Lord is close to you in your life. I know you've got many problems. I know so many people who have financial problems, who have uh, relationship problems, who have business problems, who have home problems, and, and so on and so forth. Never give up. Hang in there. Be convinced and know that the Lord will hear your cry. Just as he heard the cries of his people in Egypt, he will hear our cries. So be really convinced about the closeness of the Lord to you in your life. And that gives me great comfort to know that the Lord is close, that he hears our prayers, that he has heard our prayers and will continue to hear our prayers. So that's the conviction I want to leave with you this evening. Be part of the new people of God, the new people of Israel, not the old fig tree which has withered away. And be convinced that what you pray for in faith, the Lord will give you in abundance. Christ died for our sins, that he might offer us to God. In the body he was put to death, in the spirit he was raised to life. Christ died for our sins, that he might offer us to God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ died for our sins, that he might offer us to God. Remember your mercy, O Lord according to the promise you made to our fathers. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Remember your mercy, O Lord, according to the promise you made to our fathers. Now God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only Son, so that we might have life through him. And we are able to love God because he loved us first. And so we pray, Lord, help us to love you and to love one another. 
Jesus forgave the penitent woman her sins because she had loved much. May we too know his healing touch and love you with all our hearts. You look with compassion on the humble and contrite of heart. In your goodness, turn our hearts to you and help us to do what we know to be right. We acknowledge the suffering we have caused others, and we ask forgiveness for our neglect and indifference. And we ask you to remember tonight those who are in great difficulty. Give new heart to those who have lost their faith in man and in God, to those who seek the truth but cannot find it. And remember all those who put their hope in you while they lived. Through the passion and death of your Son, grant them the remission of all their sins. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God of power and mercy, who willed that Christ your Son should suffer for the salvation of the world, grant that your people may strive to offer themselves to you as a living sacrifice and may be filled with the fullness of your love. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Through the eyes of God Let us see past the color Through the eyes of God Let us love one another For we all must dwell Children of the Father, let us love, let us live through the eyes of God. Through the eyes of God, let us serve one another. Through the eyes of God Let us forgive each other For we all must dwell As children of the Father Let us love Let us live Through the eyes As we work towards the harvest We must live with the weeds 
far as serving each other. We will water the seeds. Let us grow. Let us sow through the eyes of God. of God Let us work hand in hand Through the eyes of God Let us live in His plan Through the eyes of God Indeed, that brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you're going to have a super restful weekend. I'll be back with you on Sunday for Sunday Mass at 11 o'clock and again on Monday morning at 6. Thank you so much for joining me and please don't forget our competition. Tell your friends about it. 41809, that's right, 41809. Begin your message with the word Rome and followed by your name and send that. And somebody will get back to you with all the details. Enough for now from me, Father Emil. Good night, God bless, and have a super relaxing weekend.